All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is 12 o'clock on the dot. We did it again. We've not been late for Midnight Motivation. I thought we were going to, I thought we were going to miss it, but we did it. And uh, we so thank everyone who has participated in this over the times that we've done it. We're very, very excited about tonight's lineup of speakers. They are powerhouses. Uh, they stand alone on the stage and they've got a message for us tonight. And so I want to introduce to you our very first speaker. Her name is Michelle Perry. She is a biracial woman growing up without a father. Michelle Perry struggled with identity and self-worth issues. Uh, poor choices led her down a path leading to academic failure and a lack of purpose. Until January 2nd, 1992, when one experience changed her life forever, propelling her into purpose and service to others. Michelle established herself as a subject matter expert over the course of her career as a clinical social worker that has spanned over 20 years. She then transitioned into the corporate world where she was in leadership and coaching, where she refined producing results in all that she works with. She's a dynamic multi-certified coach, a podcast host, speaker, and a number one international best-selling author and online course creator. Michelle contributes to the journey of others by supporting them to see results and experience an increase in confidence and momentum in their lives. Would you please welcome to our virtual stage, our very first speaker for tonight on Midnight Motivation, Michelle Perry. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, it is such an honor to be here this morning. Good morning, Facebook, live stream, CL King Impact Motivator, collaborative community. It is such an honor to be here. And, you know, my mission in life is to equip, empower, and encourage you. Yes, you, whoever you are watching, whether I know you or not, I am here to equip, empower, and encourage you to live a life of truth that you truly enjoy living. And I got to tell you, some things are true, whether you know them or not, whether you believe them or not, and even if you are aware of them or not. It is true that gravity and air exist, even if you don't have language for them, even if you don't know what they are, there are still some things that are true. And specifically, there are things about you that are true, whether you are aware of them, whether you know them, whether it's conscious, there are certain things that are absolutely true about you. And one of those things I'm here to tell you this morning, you are more than you think you are. You are more than you know you are. How do you know who you are? And I gotta tell you, we know who we are through learning, through socialization, which means what we're taught, what we're trained. And often in life, and you'll notice this with adults, we have to do a lot of unlearning. <laughs> we got to unlearn, unlayer, unpack those bags that we pick up through this walk of life. And we have to relearn who we are. We have to relearn what that seed inside of us was supposed to grow into. Sometimes we water the wrong seeds. Sometimes there are trees and flowers that grow in our lives and in our personalities that we're never supposed to grow. 
And one of the things that is true in life is that you were born with a purpose to influence and impact someone. If you are here on this side of the dirt, there is someone waiting for you to meet them so that they can, even if they never talk to you, it can be a smile. It can be a look, an eye-to-eye contact. It can be a Facebook reaction and post and encouragement. Somebody's waiting for you to show up in life as who you truly are. And I have to tell you something. It's a little bit of a secret. Sometimes we think we, we are less than what we really are. And so we try to hide and we think that we're fooling other people. I got to tell you a secret. You're not fooling anyone. We see you. (laughs) The gift inside of you makes room, right? The gift of who you are, the purpose that you were born with, that, that essence of God inside of you comes through whether you want it to or not. And so we see you. Stop hiding. Show up in your life. Learn the truth of who you really are and begin to show up in your life. And what do I mean when I say show up? I mean, no matter what you feel like, get out of bed every day, (laughs) right? No matter what you feel like, look for the good because there is something positive in every situation, in every dark tunnel, every dark season, every winter of life. There are flowers bursting through, whether you see them or not. There, It is true that it's there. There is a gift, a purpose inside of you that is being watered and germinated and growing. And whether you're aware of it or not, it's there. And other people see it and they're waiting for you to have the courage to choose to show up in truth in your life. And I got to tell you something, there's such power, and I know this from experience, of just showing up in life. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to say. You feel all strange and weird. You might think you look weird. You don't fit in. Well, who am I? And all of the different voices and thoughts that come. Listen, take a deep breath and know the truth that if you're in the room, you belong there. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to to apply. You're already there, right? If you're in front of someone, if you're meeting someone and you're in their presence, they are supposed to know you for whatever reason. Look for, look for the reason to show up in your life. And even if it's just to show up for yourself, because sometimes that season of solitude is the power you need to grow. You know, a lot of times we we know that flowers and trees need sunshine to grow, but there's also flowers and trees that grow in the dark. And then when the light comes on, you're like, where did that come from? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Some people are like that. And maybe you're one of those people where you're like, you know, this season is just so challenging and so dark and I don't see any good. It could be that you're planted, you're in the dirt, you're germinating, you're being watered, and your purpose and your gift is being developed. You have to unlearn what you thought you were and relearn the truth of who you really are. And so I just encourage you to this morning to show up in life. Get out of bed. One, two, three, four, five. Get out of bed. Look in the mirror. 
and love the life that you were blessed with, the life that you were given, the breath in your body that is there for a reason and a purpose. There is someone waiting for you to show up in your life for you and then in their life because you can only give what you have, right? You can only offer that which you own and know. And how do you know and gain things? You experience it. If you maintain an open mindset, perspective, and choose life and choose you, I'm telling you, the life you live will blow your mind because you have no idea why you were created unless you keep showing up. And then lastly, I just want to say, keep walking. This is a motto in my life that I learned in a very dark time when I could not see anything. I was in a dark season, a dark room. And the word that came to me was keep walking. And I didn't understand what that meant. But what I took it as is if I just take one step, if I just do one thing, if I just take one action, if I just keep walking, keep moving, never stagnate, you will eventually walk out of and into, and you will arrive at the destination that you were put here on earth to get to. And along the way, you will bring with you those people assigned to your life and you will meet people that were assigned to you because this world experience, this life experience was never meant to be lived alone. We are connected to people that we have not met yet. There are people waiting for the gift of who you are. And I encourage you to show up, to keep walking. And I'm going to end with a quote here. Butterflies. Butterflies, when they break out of their cocoon and they start to fly, they're not able to see their wings. They are not able to see how truly beautiful and precious they are. But guess what? Everyone else can see. And people are also like that. And so I encourage you, no matter what it looks like right now, no matter where you are in life, show up, keep walking because you're beautiful. Your purpose and your gift are waiting to burst forth from you, to bless the world, to gift those people with what you have inside of you. And you are the only person who can gift the world with what's inside of you. So show up, keep walking, be encouraged, and know that you are loved so much more than you ever could know. This is Michelle Perry, and I am done speaking for now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Michelle Perry uh, from Texas. I'm so thankful for the word that you just spoke to us. The, the chat just blew up, y'all. People were saying, keep walking, be encouraged, don't stop. Uh, you know, I love the, the some flowers grow in the dark. I'm just like, come on, you talking to us. And so, Michelle, we thank you so much for those powerful, encouraging words. Michelle, listen, people are going to want to connect with you afterwards. And that's kind of what we always try to do here is connect people with uh, the, the, the wonderful gifts that we have. All three of you are gifts to uh, Impact in Life 24-7 and the Impact Motivator series of, of speakers here. So how can people contact you, Michelle? Well, the best way is to go to SuccessfulDiligence.com. You will hear the story 
Well, you'll hear the beginning of the story of January 2nd, 1992, that is outlined in my book, which is The Pebble in My Shoe. But SuccessfulDiligence.com is the best way to reach me. And I'm here for you. You know, if you just reach out and say, hey, I'm discouraged today, trust me, I'll get back to you with an encouraging word. You will smile if you connect with me. <laughs> you can't, I'm telling you, I know Michelle quite some time, and you can't help but smile. In fact, Michelle, let me just put her out. Let me just throw her under the bus real quick. For our international podcast, Michelle Perry was our very first sponsor, and she's still a sponsor to this day. So we thank you, Michelle, for your continued partnership. You don't just speak, but you actually act. And so we, we love you and we appreciate you. And uh, when we close this out, we'll have a closing thought from you when we finish. Okay, Michelle? Amen. Love is an action word. It's a verb. And I love me some C.L. King and the Impact Motivator community. There you go. Dr. Skip Mondragon, the second MD, has practiced internal medicine as a specialist in adult medicine for over 30 years. He is a 26-year Army veteran who spent 30 months in combat zones. He's a national veterans wrestling champion speaker and self-proclaimed amateur wrestling aficionado you're gonna have to help me with that one (laughs) dr skip i could never say that word skip and his wife sherry have five adult children four grandchildren and reside in texas he is the author of wrestling depression is not for wimps lessons learned from an amateur wrestler's fight to triumph over depression donald skip mondragon is a physician of 26 years, an Army Colonel, wrestling champion, and yet he became a casualty of depression. Donald speaks to men about even tough guys can get depressed. He stresses you are not a wimp if you admit that you need help and go get it. In sharing his story, he has combated the stigma of mental illness. Donald offers men who struggle with depression practical tips to help them recover and to maintain their health and well-being we are beyond privileged to have someone of this stature on this platform tonight the great the one and only dr skip mondragon welcome doctor thank you thank you chris tonight i'd like to share some things with you that have been on my heart for many of you 2020 was a hard year and 2020 20, rather 2021, even harder. So I want to give you some things because 2022 is going to be better. 2022 is going to be better. And I'd like you to think about this in the way of head, heart. (laughs) You can see I can't do that. Heart and hands. (laughs) so head heart hands okay head we have this axiom in wrestling get your head up keep your head up keep your head up when we're teaching young wrestlers we tell them keep your head up why because as a head drops if you're standing on your feet trying to secure a takedown to take your opponent down to the mat if your head's down guess what you're putting yourself at risk of your opponent taking you to the mat. If you're down on the mat, the opponent's on top of you, you drop your head. Now you're at risk of the opponent turning you over and pinning you. Keep your head up. 
Well, guess what? We need people speaking into our lives. Keep your head up. When I was in the throes of my depression, I needed people speaking to me. Skip, keep your head up. Hang in there. You're going to get better. When you're beat down, beat up, and broken, as I know some of you feel that way, you need that. Now, there's some principles that I want to talk about here just shortly. Psychology follows physiology, and physiology follows psychology. Think about it. I have watched thousands of wrestling matches, and you can watch the body language as that match wears on, and I can pretty well predict who's going to win, even on two very, very closely matched opponents. There's little clues in that body language. When opponent starts coming to the match, back to the center of the match, they go out of bounds just a little slower, or their shoulders start to slump a little bit. And you see, could see that point where you think, that guy's broken. He's going to lose. And almost always, that's the case. You see, psychology follows physiology and physiology psychology. What happens when you're sad? When you're discouraged? When you feel despair? Shame? Guilt? Now, what happens when you have hope, joy, you feel victorious? Now, there's something that goes on with our body when we have that head up. Our testosterone goes up. Our cortisol, our stress hormone goes down. Our heart rate goes down. Our blood pressure goes down. Our creativity goes up. Our strength, our endurance, our immunity goes up. That creativity is engaged. The converse is true when we're in this weak posture. And think about it. What's the most common posture you see people in today with this instrument? It's not just horrible for you orthopedically. It's bad for this. Because what happens? Your testosterone goes down. Your creativity goes down. Your cortisol goes up. Your heart rate goes up. Your blood pressure goes up. Your immunity drops. Your strength drops. Your endurance drops. Psychology follows physiology. Physiology follows psychology. Now, who's in your corner? Who's the most important person in your corner? You see Psalm 3.3. We're told they, the psalmist is writing about, and he's saying, my enemies are coming after me and they are attacking me. But you, O oh Lord, are my glory and the lifter of my head. You see, God is in our corner and he is telling us, get your head up. He's there. So no matter who else is in your life, no matter how dark and bleak it seems, God is always in your corner. And he is telling you, son, daughter, get your head up. I am your glory and the lifter of your head.
How about heart? You know, the, the heart, did you know you can die of a broken heart? Yes, you can die of a broken heart. There's a medical syndrome we talk about that commonly called heartbreak syndrome or heartbreak. But yeah, heartbreak syndrome, but Takasubo's cardiomyopathy. Takasubo's cardiomyopathy. It presents just like a heart attack. You got this chest pain, shortness of breath. And in the rare case, you get a bad heart rhythm that can kill you, or you can actually have a rupture of your left ventricle wall, and that will kill you. It comes on because of severe stress, oftentimes at a time of deep anguish or grief, just suddenly, heartbreak. Proverbs 4.23 tells us, guard your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the wellsprings of life. Guard your heart. Are you guarding your heart today? Are you guarding your heart from those influences that are coming in? Yeah, there are so many things that want to impact us in a negative way. Toxic situations, toxic people, toxic news. Oh my word, think about it. <laughs> the number of negative messages that can assault us every day. So I want to recommend this to you. Turn off the news. Don't listen to it. Don't watch it. Don't read it. Just take a break from the news. You'll feel better. Proverbs also tells us life and death is in the power of the tongue. So how are you talking to others? If we're guarding our heart, we have to watch what's coming out of here. How do we talk to others? And how do we talk to ourselves? We tend to be our worst critics. You messed that up. Oh, why do you do that? How come you, what's wrong with you? You, you just can't get it right, can you? When I was struggling with depression, I would have these negative thoughts that recurred. In medical terms, we call these negative ruminations. It's like a cow, a ruminator, a cow, is an example of ruminator. They chew their cud, they swallow it because they have different stomachs, and then they bring it back up and chew it and swallow it, continue to do this until it's digest. So these negative thoughts would recur day and night, over and over. And when do you think they're at their worst? In the quiet of the night, when you have no distractions of the day, that's when those thoughts just scream the loudest. You're a fake. You don't deserve to be a colonel. You let your department down. You let your family down. You're a failure. Who's going to want to hire you? Negative thoughts. They just batter at me. It's like this endless loop. Well, sometimes we talk to ourselves that way. See, I had to work with a therapist over months to rebuild 
that mindset again to combat those lies in my life because it had me so beaten down, beat up, and broken. I actually sat there with tears in my eyes telling my therapist, Lieutenant Colonel Mike Perry, you know, Mike, I thought my life, I thought I was going to end my career on a high point, not with a whimper. That's how beat down I was at that point in my life. It's negative thoughts. So don't speak negatively to yourself. Think about it. Some of the things we say to ourselves, we'd never say that to a friend. You would never talk to somebody else like that. Don't talk to yourself that way. Card your heart. Think about what you're saying to yourself today. Speak kindly. Speak words of encouragement. Speak words of hope. I have this prescription for it. And I have written this prescription for thousands and thousands of patients. And I tell my patients, you know, with this medication, there are no bad side effects, no drug to drug interactions, and you cannot overdose on this medication. And I tell them, you must take this liberally each and every day. Proverbs 17.22 says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth up the bones. You see, in our bones, we produce, that's the bone marrow. It produces blood cells, life-giving blood cells. And when the life is sucked out of us, guess what? We have dry bones. And we need that life-giving transfusion. God wants us to have vibrant life. And he has given us a way to do that, a merry heart. So laughter, you see, laughter has many wonderful effects, similar to what I just talked about. It relieves tension, decreases anxiety and depression, improves immunity, enhances healing, relieves stress. Think about it. I've been at funerals, I've been at wakes, been in places after a tragedy, and you may be standing around with tears and grieving. And somebody will recall a crazy anecdote about a person, and everybody will just start laughing through their tears. And think how that just releases the tension and lifts your spirits. You see, laughter also has this ability. It releases dopamine, that bonding love hormone. And it bonds us to other people when we laugh with them. Laughter is good medicine. So my friends, laugh and laugh heartily each and every day. Head, heart. Now hands. What about hands? You see, we are made to serve. Michelle talked about this and our purpose. We have a purpose. God has given us a purpose. And we're made to serve. I think some people feel, well, I'm on the back burner. I, I guess God has just forgotten about me or 
you're just maybe feeling washed up, beat down, maybe bored, don't know what to do, or maybe you're just beat up at this point, worn out, and you need a boost. I recommend you do a simple act of service. A simple act of service. It doesn't have to be something grandiose. Simple. You know, Paul talks about this in Galatians 6. He's talking about row, uh, sowing and reaping. And he says to not grow weary of well-doing. For in due season you shall reap. And he says, and as, as we have opportunity to do good to all men, and especially to those who are the household of faith as we have opportunity. So I want you to think about that for a minute, as you have opportunity. So this is what I would challenge you with. When you get those promptings, I should call this person. Oh, I need to send them a text. I need to drop them a note. I need to send them a note of condolence. Or maybe I need to send them a, a check. Don't disregard those promptings. That is God nudging you. Because when you act upon those things, you will find out how much they are blessed. Because they will come back and they will tell you, Skip, I needed that. I needed a word of encouragement today. You can't believe how much that note meant to me. You wouldn't believe how much that check meant to me. God will nudge you. God will prompt you. Act upon those promptings. Simple act of service. It doesn't take long. Don't put it off. Serve. You see, God has given us ways to be blessed. And to be a blessing. Right. You see, he wants to be the glory and the lifter of our heads. He wants us to guard our hearts with all diligence. He's given us good medicine through laughter. And he's given us the opportunity because we are blessed mm -hmm. to bless others. So today, remember, God's in your corner. He is in your corner, brothers, sisters. He's in your corner. And he's saying, I am your glory and the lifter of your heads. Amen. Well, thank you, Dr. Skip Mondragon. Dr. Skip Mondragon, MD. I love the way he surgically always lays out his presentations. You can tell that he's a doctor, but he's also a, a, a minister of the gospel. And uh, I'm so glad that Skip is a part of our fellowship and a part of our friendship. We have established, uh, you've established friendships all throughout the country, Skip, because of your amazing story and your courage to be vulnerable and let people hear about 
Wrestling is not for wimps. So, Skip, could you tell us how people can contact you and stay connected with you, sir? I think the best way right now, Chris, would be to go to, if you're on LinkedIn, uh, is the best way. If you're not on LinkedIn, then you can connect with me on on, on Facebook or at my webpage, www.wrestlingisnotforwimps.com. All right. Well, Dr. Skip, we thank you so much. And like I said, when we get to the end, we'll loop back around and get a closing thought from you. Okay, sir. And our final speaker tonight is someone who's no stranger to our platform. We uh, twisted her arm a couple times to get her. And uh, it's not easy to get her because she is in high demand and a woman of God a woman, a psalmist of God, an anointed speaker of of God's word. Benita Bernie Simmons, without a doubt, Benita has been anointed to sing. She was born on March 28th. Do you want me to say the rest of that? Okay. <laughs> it's, okay. On, it's in your bio. March 28th, 1971. You'd never know how old she is. In Stamford, Connecticut, and was singing before she could even speak. And my goodness, I wish you could hear her sing. At an early age of three, Bonita would hear lyrics on the radio and mimic exactly what she heard. During her first live performance, Bonita blew her audience away. People were so impressed and amazed with, uh, they simply could not believe the big voice that was coming out such a little body. After spending her early years with her parents in Hartford, Connecticut, her family relocated to Kinston, North Carolina in 1974. Benita would hone her skills while, par while participating in music programs offered in Lenore County Public Schools. She joined the choruses in fifth grade. She was chosen to sing The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand, and she sang that song where there was not a dry eye in the audience. During her eighth and ninth grade years, she always was active in her community, performing events at the NAACP banquets or weddings. She is a graduate of Kinston High School, class of 1989, and an alumni of Craven Community College with an Associate of Arts, and an alumni of the UAFWB Bible College, where she graduated as valedictorian of the 2015 class with a Bachelor in Biblical Studies. She is a world changer. She is establishing something in Eastern Carolina that has blown everybody away, a first of its kind. And so we're very, very blessed to have our closeout speaker, none other than Bonita Bernie Simmons. Welcome, Bonita. God bless you and thank you, everyone. I am so empowered already by our first two guests. I feel like I can run a marathon. I feel like I can do a triathlon because they have given me the empowerment. They've given me tools. And I'm so very grateful to you, Michelle and Dr. Skill for your words of wisdom and encouragement. And I am just going to take the baton that Dr. Skill has given to me and just piggyback on a couple of things that you both have said, but in the way that God has given to me. First, CL, thank you for this platform. Thank you for being obedient to what God has commissioned you to do. In the world that we live in, so many times God has given us a command. So many times God has given us a dream. And we say, not me. I can't do that. Who can do something that big? Not me. Where would I start? 
I don't know anybody to help me with this. Thank you for being obedient. And so what I want to encourage our audience tonight is through the scripture tonight or this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, Habakkuk 2, 2 through 3. Write the vision. Make it plain. Though the vision tarry, wait for it. It shall come to pass. Now, this is the trick. The waiting. Sometimes we get the word go. And if you're like me, when God tells me to do something, I'm like, okay, it's time to do this. Okay, let's do it. Sometimes what he is doing, and I do believe Michelle said it so eloquently, it's like he plants it in our spirit, whether it's nighttime or daytime, and it's for a set time. It's not always immediately. The seed is sown first. It's planted first. The word of God tells us some plant, others water, but it's God that gives the increase. It's God that in the end is going to get the glory out of what has been planted. And so it's the waiting that sometimes paralyzes us. Sometimes it's the waiting that discourages us. Sometimes it is the waiting that makes us give up. But I want to encourage you tonight, this morning, wherever you are, because it's night somewhere. <laughs> Don't give up. You have to believe. You have to believe. When we wait, let me tell you what happens. We gain strength. When we wait, we gain knowledge. When we wait, we gain help. When we wait, we gain encouragement. When we wait, we gain a new relationship, sometimes with God, but new relationships with others. It's in the waiting that God develops us. Hallelujah. It's in the waiting that we develop character. I want to share with you how I know this, how I come to know this, because I am a doer. The Bible says not just hear the word, but be ye doers. And so sometimes once I hear the word, I tell you I'm on go. God has had to teach me down through the years to wait, to wait, to wait. Because in your waiting, you might want a house and I want to give you a mansion. Hallelujah. You might want a job and I may want you to be the CEO. You may want a boyfriend and I want to give you a husband, you single ladies. So in the waiting, I'm developing something in you that you can't see yet. But you have to wait. But most importantly, when you're waiting, your hope is renewed because if you lose hope, then you won't believe 
what God has promised. He who has begun a good work in you, he's going to perform it. And he's going to take all of those experiences, Michelle. <laughs> he's going to take all of those surgeries, Dr. Skip. He's going to take all of those lonely nights and lonely days, child of God, you, man, woman, boy, girl, who's listening. He's going to take the rejection that I experienced even as a baby when my biological mother gave me up for adoption. He's going to take the abuse that I went through with my first husband and he's going to make it work for our good. It's going to work. Sometimes we look at it and we say, this, this can't possibly work. What is God doing to me? He's developing character. If you can smile in the midst of adversity, if you can hold your head up in the crowd where you know they've been whispering, when you can walk through the fire and not smell like smoke when you come out, then you give God the greatest testimony that there's ever been that God is with you because signs and wonders follow them that believe. Now, my question is, do you believe? Do you believe he can still use you after the hurt that you've endured? Do you believe that he can use you? Yeah, you who's been abandoned. Do you believe that he can use you, the one who has been rejected? Do you believe that he can still use you after all of the mistakes that you have made in your life? Can I give you this secret? It didn't surprise Bob. He knew you were going to do it. He knew you were going to, you know how you say, Lord, if you get me out of this, I won't do it no more. He knew that that one more time was coming. But yet when we were in our sins, he loved us. Yet when we were in our mess, he was preparing a message. Yet when we were down, he was preparing a way up because he always makes a way of escape for us. There isn't no temptation that is common to man, that he has not provided a way of escape for us. And so, again, will you believe when he's told you you're going to build your dream house and your credit score doesn't look like you can get anything? Will you believe when the doctor said, yeah, we're sorry? There's nothing else we can do. Will you believe the word of God that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you? Whose report will you believe right now? I don't know about you, but I've had to believe the report of the Lord when, yes, sickness came at my door and knocked real hard. And my husband and my family didn't know what in the world was going on. It was a faith test. Anybody ever had a faith test? You say you believe. Sometimes God 
would allow certain things to happen in our life to strengthen our faith. Will you pass the faith test? If we called on our brother Job, he'll tell you, hey, I passed that faith test. It was hard and it was difficult. I lost everything I loved and everything I own in a matter of hours. But I still believe, I still believe, I still believe that all things are possible. All things, not some things. You who have just got that diagnosis and it could be cancer, it could be lupus, it could be multiple sclerosis, it could be AIDS, it could be diabetes, whatever it is, there's nothing too hard for God. You who have children right now and you're a single mother, the father has walked out and said, I can't take this no more. And perhaps he hasn't even said that. He just left. Woman of God, whether you even know God or not, I want you to know that God loves you. And he's going to send people in your path to help you with your children. You just continue to be a woman and a mother of virtue. Be that woman that your children can look up to. Be that woman that takes a licking and keep on ticking. Be like Timex. Sometimes we just have to do it. I want you to know that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. So let me share this with you. It's something that I do when it looks like everything is against me. Dr. Skip talked about it and Michelle talked about it. Sometimes the noise and the whispers in our head discourage us to the point that we won't get up. Michelle said, one, two, three, four, five. Come on, come on, come on, get out. I think you would have been a good drill sergeant. <laughs> and I sometimes walk through the house and I just say very solemnly, very softly, Lord, I believe. Lord, I Believe. All things are possible. Nothing is impossible because I believe. Lord, I am healed. Lord, I, I am you. All things are possible. Nothing is impossible. Cause I believe. When you believe, Nothing is impossible. I close with this. 
I don't know how many of you have ever heard of Sharuda McKissick. He's out of Florida. And he's been doing this series called I Dare You or I Dare. And it's the dare simply stands for doing all, risking everything. And in his messages, he said something that just pulled and yanked my spirit. And he says, decisions determine direction. Decisions determine direction. If you're going to believe, you have to make the decision to believe and do all things, risking everything. God bless you. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else we could possibly say. Thank you so much, Bonita. I am so thankful that you sang a little bit too because I was telling there's some people watching in Texas. You know, Texas is represented good here tonight. And I told the I told one of the sisters, I said, you should hear her sing. And I'm so thank you for following the Holy Ghost and speaking to uh speaking the word of God, man. Talking about, man, you you gotta trust him and you sometimes have to wait on him. And you know, we are impatient people. We're a TikTok generation. We want everything instantly, but you spoke words of life to us to tell us to wait. And uh, in the waiting comes the blessing. That's very, very powerful. Bonita Bernie Simmons, we're gonna go around and get a final thought from each one of our speakers. This has been, every time we do this, it just gets better and better and better. I'm, I'm serious, it's, it's hard to compare because each one is different. We have three uniquely gifted speakers who made the presentation to all different types of needs tonight, all on one platform. And so we're very, very blessed. Michelle, a closing thought from you, dear sister. Listen, I've done been to church, been encouraged. I mean, I am blessed, honored, highly favored to be in this virtual room with these people on stage, but also you who are watching and hashtag replay as well for those that will come and watch because whoever needs to hear what has been said tonight will hear it. I am just so encouraged and motivated. Listen, choose to believe, show up and keep walking and you will arrive at the destiny that God has planned for you. And let me tell you a little secret, you are not powerful enough to mess it up. What God has begun, he is more than able to complete it in you. So be encouraged. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Michelle Perry. You can find her at SuccessfulDiligence.com. You know, I got that website memorized because you're one of my sponsors. I love you, Michelle. I really mean that. Dr. Skip, we'd like to hear a closing thought from you, Reverend Dr. Skip Mondragon. I talked about Christ being in your corner and Paul talks about knowing how wide and deep and glorious is the love of Christ in Ephesians 3 and he leaves us with these words at the end of chapter 3 now to him who is able <laughs> to do immeasurably more than we can ask or think yes. according and in this translation it says or imagine that we can ask or imagine according to the power that is worked within us, the power of his Holy Spirit, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. You see, God is in our corner. 
He is in your corner and he is at work in your behalf in ways that are beyond your imagination. So don't lose heart. Realize he's standing like he's standing that coach in my corner of the wrestling mat saying, Skip, keep your head up. Thank you so much, Dr. Skip Mondragon. I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I've looked in this chat and so many people have said, I needed that. I needed that. And I can tell you, I'm one of them. Okay. Don't think just because you're a content creator and a public figure that, that you're above needing encouragement. I got three rounds of encouragement tonight and I'm going to carry this with me. I will like the wonderful, my friend, and I'm going to have to quit twisting your arm to come on my platform, okay? I just, I, I gave her real short notice this time, y'all. I said, Benita, I need you. That's what I said, Benita. I need, she said, what you want, king? I said, I need you, sister. I need you to come on with me. I felt the Holy Ghost call your name. And she's like, all right. And this is her anniversary weekend. Her anniversary is tomorrow. And she still made, oh, well, her anniversary is today. And she still made time for us. Benita, give us a closing thought, sister. Oh, I am wonderfully blessed right now. And again, before I give that thought, I just want to thank God for 28 years of marriage. Um, my husband is truly a great king and priest of our house. He covers me well, and I am forever grateful to God for the gift that he is to me and our family. Um, if there was anything that I would say in closing on tonight, it has been such a blessing to me. As um, CL said, please, sister, brother, don't think that because God uses us in extraordinary ways that we are always on the mountaintop because we're not. There are days when we feel like, what's the use? When you feel like that as dr skip said do some small act of service because all around you there's someone that's much worse than you are someone who needs a smile someone who needs a helping hand someone who needs an encouraging word be that blessing for someone else oftentimes we want the blessing god knows i could use one right now but I am only blessed to be a blessing. And I count it a privilege to be blessed. I count it a privilege to be the giver and not the lender. I mean, the lender and not the borrower. Right. I thank God for that. So you, you and you take everything that was said tonight and know that you too have greatness within you. Be a blessing to someone who needs it you'll never know if you don't do it if you make the way you have to pay the way but if god makes the way mm -hmm. he'll pay the way every time <laughs> thank you so much man i tell you what we're just gonna keep this crew together and so when we have another midnight motivation this is just we ain't gonna mess this one up right here okay so this is this is the a squad and greg we'll just when we need when we bring them back in the cycle we'll just keep this crew here dr skip mondragon you can find him at uh wrestling is not for wimps.com right doctor and benita bernie simmons where we find you at sister 
www.BenitaBernieSimmons.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we do this at midnight because Benita said it's night somewhere, but we also recognize that it's not night everywhere. And so we left yesterday's problems. We left yesterday's mess in in yesterday. And I said, I want to start at midnight, the next day, the new day, to bring words of encouragement and fire in your life. And we saw that tonight. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next month for Midnight Motivation. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being with us.